Welcome, my friends, to the Rise to the Top, the uh, number one show, number one for mediapreneurs, sponsored by our good friends at GoToMeeting and Carbonite Online Backup. I'm David Simon Garland, and this is the show that helps you dominate on that whole internet thing. You might have heard of that internet thing. So we're here to dominate it. You've heard of that, right? So, all right, special treat today, and we are talking design. You know, as you guys know, I I'm super, super passionate about branding and functional design. You know, I, 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 in fact, that's often one of the first pieces of advice I give to people. You know, people are like, oh, take a look at my website or take a look at my product or take a look at my show or whatever. And there's way too much, for lack of a better term, all right, let's just be honest, crap out there. Too much templated stuff that just looks like garbage. And here's the thing, though. A lot of people struggle with you know, going out and getting a designer and, and, and learning how to work with that designer. So here's what I'm doing. I'm bringing in the big guns today. And that is my designer, Natalie McGuire. Yep, this is the very girl that is responsible for the Rise to the Top design, the Create Awesome Interviews design, the Talk to the Top design and branding. And she is here for a chat about working with a designer and how to get the most out of that relationship. So hooray, yippee hooray, get excited. And by the way, a uh, little treat here for those playing at home. Natalie and I, despite working for over a year together, have never talked. Can you believe that? We've never talked. It's always been email. So this is our first time seeing each other face-to-face -face on Skype and also actually talking. So how crazy is that? I hope you get a lot out of today's episode. Before we get started, though, a few quick little tidbits. So coming up, the talk to the top. Uh, and here's the thing is, this is the final week to get your tickets for 50% off. For those that don't know, talk to the top. Huge online event that I'm doing end of October, all online. Watch it on your underwear, all that jazz. It's all about growing your audience and making the bling bling online, especially if you have a web show, podcast, create online videos, that kind of stuff. So heck of a lineup. Check it out at thetalktotop.com. Again, this is the final, final warning on the ticket price as it goes up on October 1st. You can get 50% off right now. You're going to hear from myself and Amy Porterfield, Andrew Warner, Corbett Barr, Derek Halpern, Greg Ng, James Wedmore, Lewis House, Melanie Duncan, Pat Flynn, Ryan Lee, Srini Rao, Ethan Cohn, and more. So check it out, thetalktotop.com. And uh, today's show is sponsored by our good friends. First of all, let's give them a, a shout out and some hugs and kisses. Carbonite, online backup. So whether you have one computer, multiple computers, whatever, if it backs up your files automatically and continually. I, I got to tell you, since I started using Carbonite, have not lost one file. It is a better backup plan. It does it in the background. You don't have to worry about it. You just move on with your day. It takes care of it. So here's what you got to do. Got a free trial, legitimately free, no credit card or anything. Head over to the risetotop.com slash Carbonite and use the promo code RISE and then you're going to get two free bonus months with the purchase. So you're going to get the free trial anyway and then you're going to get two free bonus months by using the promo code RISE. So head over to the risetotop.com slash Carbonite and also our good friends at GoToMeeting. Can't forget them. Simple way to collaborate online. And if you haven't tried HD Faces, you got to do it. It's the face-to-face. -face. You can now, it's just like being a webcam with multiple people. It's like being in the room with them. It makes things so much easier. Head over to GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button. And you're going to see there's a 30-day GoToMeeting trial. Aha. Until you enter the promo code RISE, which will give you 45 days. So another two weeks to sample it all out, if you will. Head over to GoToMeeting.com. Check that out. Promo code RISE. And now here's Natalie. All right, my friends, so I got to tell you why this is a momentous occasion today. Joined by Natalie McGuire, who's my designer. Natalie, how many times 
we've worked together for what now? Over a year? Yeah, it's been a little bit over a year. Okay, a little bit over a year. How many times have we talked on the phone in the past year? Zero. How many times have we talked on Skype? Never. This is literally <laughs> our first. She, how is that even possible? I'm thinking about this right before we even get into this interview. Before we even talk about what we're talking about. How is this even possible? Is this like a testament to like digital weird age or what is it? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, it's as if, it's as if we've been in like a technological like time warp or something. I don't, I don't understand how this has gone on for so long, how we've just communicated via email. It's absolutely insane. Well, I'm freaking out. But besides that, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Cause we're really going to discuss for, you know, mediapreneurs. So people that are tuning in here, a big topic is finding good design. Um, because the problem is, let's just call it like it is. There's a lot of bad design out there, okay? Oh, There's yeah, a lot of sure. templates and bad stuff. And the problem is that I see is, you know, a lot of people are trying to put a lot of effort into their brand and they skip possibly one of the biggest parts. So, you know, from your perspective, what do you see like, why should someone even hire a designer? Because there's templates out there. There's things they can do. Why, in your opinion, do they, should they actually hire someone? I think it's it's something that you know people have to really take into consideration how professional they want to seem. Um, when you take yourself and your business seriously, you devote the time and the resources to making yourself look legit. And ultimately, at the end of the day, if if customers kind of see your product, um, they're not really gonna. They'll be establishing a number of points. One, are you a credible subject? Are you, you know, do you, do you look like you have your business together? Why should they, why should they care? Why should they follow you? And if, if, if you're trying to use templates and, you know, third party things that make you look like everyone else, you're not really establishing why your user needs to follow you or purchase your product or, you know, any other, you know, numbers of conversions that you're measuring. Right. And you know, it's, it's funny for me because I, I think about this all the time and this happens, you know, I'll get an email, all right, or something, or I'll see, see a tweet, whatever it is, Facebook, something like that, and I'll click a link. Okay, I'm interested. Maybe it's a, a web show. Maybe it's a blog. Maybe it's a product. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, I click it. It's like a sinking feeling when the, when the site sucks. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, this person looks so cool. And then you click it and you're like, oh, God, it's a template. And yeah. like they may as well have the little guy digging. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like they may as well have that guy on there. I mean, it's something about it where it's interesting that people spend all this time on products and writing blog posts and creating videos, whatever it might be. But sometimes this, this thing is skipped um, where I, I, I don't think it should be. I think when it comes to a skimp or splurge, I don't think this is a point where you skimp, you know? Right, exactly. And I mean, so many people only have a website to promote their business. And, you know, I think that's another, that's another main thing. You know, I mean, I get when you're starting out, like your budget is limited and there's so many things out there that, that look easy to use. And most of all, they're free, but a lot of people are using them and it's just, yeah, it just takes the wind right out of the user's sails when they go to a site and it's just like, wah, wah. I mean, right. there's nothing there that Sucks. looks that looks credible at all and just you just don't look trustworthy and it's it's a whole letdown. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit before we get into really what the crux is today, which is going to be working with the designer. Because I thought, what yeah. better way to have it from two perspectives, me being kind of the mediapreneur, you being the designer, and we can kind of have that conversation. But before we get there, 
um, you were talking to some people uh, about some of your favorite sites, um, <laughs> uh, their favorite sites that are often like said, oh, here's an example of something that they feel is good design. I'm happy to be on the list. Of course, I'm yeah. extremely biased because uh, <laughs> it's my own site and you designed it. So that's the most biased answer of all time. But sure. in all honesty, I mean, we put a lot of effort into the design of the yeah. Rise to the Top. The other two that have come up, um, and I want people to bring these up on their screen or, you know, if you're driving, don't do it, but whatever, um, <laughs> is MarieForleo.com. So M-A-R-I-E-F-O-R-L-E-O, former guest of the show. Another guest of the show, a little harder to spell, though, uh, is Chris Gillibo, who is the art of nonconformity, but his site is Chris Gillibo, G-U-I-L-L-E-B-E-A-U.com. When you look at the three of our sites next to each other or, or look at all of them, to me, it almost seems like, oh, I see these kind of have some similar stuff going on. What, what makes the three sites, and I'm including the Rise to the Top in here, um, why, does, why do you think these three continually come up, and what do you like about them? Yeah, these three sites um, constantly get mentioned to me, and you know, the, the main things that when people present these sites to me, what I, what I glean from what they like about them is that they reconcile what the what the business owner wants on the site, as well as what the user expects to see. Um, for, for example, everybody, all of the sites have a very clear call to action, which is to sign up on their email. Um, it's always at the very top on every single page. Um, every, it, the, the, the branding is completely separate. Those are the things that they have in common. Um, also, each person's personality is clearly displayed. Um, that's another that's another big key thing. You know, your site really captures your personality. Um, there's some bright colors, a lot of energy. It really it really helps to kind of explore who you are. Um, Marie Ferrelio, is that how you say your name? Is it's it Ferrelio? Actually, I've, I've had to talk about this with her um, because I actually had some people saying Forleo, and I'm like, I I know Marie pretty well, and I'm pretty darn sure. I actually called her one day, and I was like. Marie, uh, I, I'm hearing the wrong last name on you all the time. Is it Forleo <laughs> or Forleo? I know it's Forleo, but you tell me because I want to hear from you. And yeah. yes, it's Forleo. It's my two-minute oh, two-minute answer to a question that took five seconds. Yeah. Oh no, I mean, yeah, I, I I haven't known for so long. I'm so happy I know now. Um, her site is really great. It's it's very clean. Um, there's there's a really great color scheme that really helps to kind of have a, a, a nice pop of energy, but it also cools you down. There's lots of white space. Her graphics are very high end. Um, you know, the, the, the user always is directed towards the newest video. Um, they see, you know, there's, a, there's a, very, a very specific focus between, you know, getting the emails and getting the conversions and sharing the episodes, but the user also gets to see what they want to see, which is the newest episode. Um, more resources and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I really like about Marie's site exactly what you mentioned there. Number one, it's very clear what you can and kind of can't do, uh, mm -hmm. if you will. So like she wants you to, obviously when you go there, you're like, oh, sign up for the email list. It's going to come at you right away. Um, right. Her personality is going to come at you right away. And I feel like you're going to look at that and be like, very cool or not so cool. And that's what she wants. I mean, she wants you to say you're either basically one of my peeps or not one of my peeps, right? And right. if you're not, you're going you're gonna to bail out. Um, the other thing is, basically, all you can really do is look at content and a few different links. You know, Marie TV yeah. is her main content. She does one, one show a week. That's always the latest one. And then there's a few other things. And I think what happens is, why, why I really like it, a, a problem that I see my, people like myself 
getting into, and we really had to hammer down on the new, when we did the redesign of the Rise to the Top on this, is trying to do too much. Right. Too many things. The bar, I, I, mean, I mean, do you remember the old site? Natalie, that you did not design. There was like, yeah. I kept adding, th- it was like an albatross by the end of it. It was like <laughs> Frankenstein because I kept adding things. I'd be like, I need another link at the top. By the end of it, there was literally, I, I want to say two rows of links. Right. Was <laughs> which lot, which is crazy. Of, yeah, yeah. It was a little, it, it, you know, and a lot of people do that. You know, there's so many plugins. There's so many different things that you can add with, you know, WordPress sites and it just gets carried away. And a lot, and a lot of people think that, you know, more is more, but actually the opposite is true. I mean, there's something to be said for a very clear direction on where users should go and what you should be getting out of your users. Right. No, great point. And, and let's talk about Chris's site. Chris's site's a little bit of a hybrid because his site um, has a lot. Yep. Like there's a lot kind of going on, but I always feel like when I go to it, it's sort of, um, for lack of a better word, like inspired. You know, like you go there and you're like, oh, this, I, I feel good about, like, this guy put some effort into this. So what do you like about Chris's site, um, The Art of Nonconformity? Um, what I feel like a lot of people really gravitate to is that there's, um, though there's a lot going on, it's very well organized and it's all, it's all about him. Um, there isn't a lot of, um, you know, going off onto third-party websites. It's all just kind of redigested parts that are about him. You've got on the left side you've got all of his writing and then on the right side you have a little bit of you know join the email um, his products and his his overall philosophy but it's still all about him and it's all about the products that his users are going to want to find immediately at their fingertips Um, so it's and it also really helps to um, you know increase his branding there everything is really well designed and really well thought out it's not just plug-in after plug-in after plug-in it's because there's all of these little nuances of design that go through it, it really helps to kind of create a cohesive brand that um, you know definitely resonates with people. These three sites are the the top three that people constantly bring to me as as things that inspire them and that they want to emulate. So, yeah. very yeah. cool, very cool. And I think the things that have in common, and and, and that's a, a story for another time that I think I'll do a show on or maybe a small video on is why everything's being pushed to email. I'll explain that in another video. Um, but uh, let, let's talk, um, before we get into some of these things, and I know you, you gave me, by the way, just to share and make fun of you, Natalie, for a second in a good way, uh, <laughs> is that before interviews, a lot of times, before conversations, we send out like a little form, you know, just kind of, you know, to get w- some basic information, a few different points for the interview. You get the all-time record for the most comprehensive notes ever given. Nuh-uh. In, in an interview. Yeah, I mean, I've got like two pages of notes here you sent me. It's like amazing. And then you redid them. It like, goes to show you that the, the care of detail here. But because I like to throw curveballs, I'm going to go something completely not even on the agenda here. Um, and that is this. I, I am curious about the mistakes that you see people make working with designers. Um, this, go, this goes hand in hand what we're saying. Because, you know, people come in. They, they, you know, is it that they know too much, know too little, know exactly what they want, don't know what they want? What would be like the designer's nightmare um, that people could avoid? Oh, man, that is a loaded, loaded question. Yeah, just be honest. Um, man, I could, I could talk for three days about this. I, I, I think probably the biggest mistake is people not really taking an effective role in their website design in terms of really figuring out 
who they are and what they want and what they want to get out of their, their website or their product. Um, so you know, there's, a lot of, there's, a, there's just a lot of homework that goes into that. There's a lot of evaluating, you know, who you are and what makes you special and why, why you stand out and really articulating that to the designer. Um, and there's also just, you know, setting the appropriate expectations of what they want to get out of the experience. Um, you know, gosh, there's, there's, that is like days worth of time. Well, here's a question. Here's a, here, let me, let me ask you a specific one on that because here's where I'm really going with it. Would you prefer someone that comes in that is relatively anal? Okay. <laughs> which would be like me. Uh, let's just call it like meaning that I, I've got a bit of a game plan like, I'm going to go in and test every single link. I want to see where every single thing goes. I'm going to be a little bit crazy with it. Sure. Or someone that comes in is like, build me a website. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you prefer one or the other when it ter in terms of working with someone? Oh, man. I definitely prefer the, the more hands-off approach. Um, I, I, I enjoy kind of not having very many limitations. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know if that's a good experience for the business owner. Um, I, I, I don't know if they're getting what they want out of it or if they're even really serious about their product or what it is that they're doing. Um, so I, I always wonder, I, I'm always sort of self-conscious anyway, so I, that's probably just a personal problem, but I want to make sure that people are happy and getting what they want and that their business is improving. Um, I mean, I, I love making pretty pictures all day, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't increase revenue or get the conversions, um, I kind of worry about the hands-off approach as well. Um, but on the other hand, the people that are um, very anal and, and just kind of on top of it, um, you know, that's, that's a little bit of a nightmare too. You know, I don't want to get spreadsheets of like, you know, nine different people's opinions all color-coded and, um, you know, any of, any of that kind of stuff that I have to piece together. So um, it's definitely a tough one. But as a designer, I, I kind of would prefer the more hands-off approach. And by the way, I don't know if I, now that you mentioned the two different types of people, I don't know if I actually would fall into the extreme anal category. Would no, I? you don't. You because actually, now that I, I said that off front, and now I'm like, actually, I think I'm, I'm more on the hands-off because yep. for me, I think when we had the big breakthrough for the website, and I think this is a good lesson for anyone that's going through a rebrand, redesign, whatever it might be, is that when I first kind of like was half pregnant with it, I would just sort of keep things inside the box. Meaning like I was like, oh, can you just tweak this or tweak that or tweak whatever it might be. But then when we overhauled the whole site a few months ago, I just said, go, Natalie. Like, like you send me your questions, you go and do it. And I think that's when we had the biggest sort of breakthrough. And I think one of the most helpful things that you asked me, and I think this is important for people, because you say let your designer design, yeah. right? You got to You got to let your designer design. You can't sit there and watch every little thing. But what was helpful was you asked me to provide three to five-ish examples um, of designs I liked and then also what I liked and what I didn't like about them, I believe you asked me as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's so important for a designer to know, you know, specifically what resonates with you and what doesn't. I mean, I, I love making, you know, pretty pictures all day. And, you know, I, it's easy for me to get carried away with with my agenda and what I want in my portfolio. Um, but, you know, to really kind of dig, or, dig, dig deeper into what it is you're wanting and what it is you're hoping to achieve. Um, it's important to know what specifically you're referring to, you know, another site that people really uh, all people, you know, always mention that they love is Apple's site. Uh, Apple oh, yeah. oh, interesting. You know, you go there and, you know, people just, you know, if you, if you just give me that URL, 
that saying that you like that site, I can glean any number of things about what you're really saying. I can assume that you like the color white. I can assume right. that you like, you know, subtle gray gradients. I can assume that you like sans serif fonts. But you, but if you're but if I don't have you specifically write out what it is you like about that, I'm just sort of it, it's it's based up to my interpretation, which may be right or wrong. Right, and that's one of the, the little details. I'm all you know. I'm all about the details. Yep. Like, you know, you know, yes. all about the details, right? Yes. And this is something that I think people can make a big mistake with when working with the designer is that kind of communication right there. Because it's very easy to say, let's just use Marie Forleo's, because actually that was on one of my lists. It was a site I liked, right? And exactly. I, I, when I sent you the notes on that, I was like, you know what? I really like Marie's site. These are the things specifically I like about Marie's site. You know what I mean? I, I can't remember exactly what they were, but let's say it was the email and this and a couple other things. And then I didn't, so there wasn't like, you sitting there and saying, oh, I wonder if he likes the fonts or if he just likes the layout or if he just likes the picture of yeah. Marie. I mean, like whatever it might be, you know, yeah. being specific with those things will very much, I'm telling you right now, folks, will make the difference between you get something first and you're like, I don't know if that's exactly what I wanted and, you know, something that's pretty cool. Exactly, exactly. Very cool. So, all right. So, we talked about that. Another thing that I thought was vital that you asked me, and I, and, and I can't remember how many you asked for. I want to say three, but I probably gave you five. You asked me for what I want people to do on the site. Exactly. Um, and this is something, again, that is overlooked because I see a lot of Frankenstein sites out there where you've got the Facebook feed and the Twitter and this and that and the content, the products. There's, a, there's just a mess going on. What was sort of your mindset when you, when you send out a question like that? Like, what are you hoping to learn? Um, I'm basically hoping to establish sort of a hierarchy of what needs to be on every page and how prominent things need to be. Um, and ultimately, it's it's figuring out what's going to close your sale. Um, you know, you want to know um, what the calls to action are and how to design around all of those things. Got it. And for me, I'm trying to think of exactly what they were. I should have gone back and found the email. But I, I remember at least that these were on the list. and this, Because I want to say these because I want people to be thinking in their head what they need to say specifically to people. Um, number one is I said I want, to build the e I want to build the email list. Exactly. Like I want to focus 100% on our VIP email list and make sure that people can easily sign up for that. There's no confusion of where it is and there's not a million different options. Number two was I wanted people obviously to consume the content. Mm -hmm. So I wanted people to you know, consume the Rise of the Top episodes and the shorter videos, blog posts, things like that, and share them mm -hmm. as well. Comment, share, all that kind of stuff. And then I want to say the third one was probably uh, products and services. Yeah. You know, looking at create awesome interviews and now the talk to the top coming up and all, all kinds of different things coming on. Those were really the three goals. And I think that you kind of built everything around that, even though there's more stuff than just those things. I guess my point is that that gives a very clear goal to the designer on how to design. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about setting expectations and communication. Um, you know, really letting your designer know what the things that you want to get out of the site and, you know, also having them uh, cater to the site to what the users want to see. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Actually, it's a great topic is communication and, you know, once you hire a designer, right? Um, because this, this is critical because I know how I work in a very specific way. Um, Let's talk about this, though. Um, you, you mentioned that you really need to, to understand how the designer 
process and workflow is? What does that mean? Do you just ask them, like, how do you design? Or, like, are you asking for a timeline? Like, what's the best way to go about that? Um, it's basically all the above. It's trying to figure out, you know, how the designer is going to work with you um, and really establishing, you know, deadlines and, you know, what they can expect out of the design process. Um, asking, you know, do you have a list of questions that I need to, that I need to fill out? Or, you know, do you have a specific time frame that you'll be in the design phase and then you're going to be moving into the web development phase? Um, just setting those expectations of, of what they're going to get out of the relationship that they're establishing with the designer. Yeah, and I think the best thing to do um, and I know my personality goes along with a lot of people that watch this. We have some similar personalities. If I have a date in mind, do you know what right. I mean? Everything is great. If I don't have a date in mind, I go crazy. So let me yeah. give an example. So anytime that we've designed something together, you know, that you've designed something for me, and I said, here's what I'd like, and we have some conversations back and forth about it or whatever, um, then you're like, I will have this to you on X date. Right, yep. might be it might be a while away. It doesn't matter, but but the point is, then that is such a you could go crazy. I've had designers in the past, some good ones, some not so good ones in the past, where it was so frustrating just trying to get a commitment as to when I was going to get it, and then you end up on the case of emailing every day and bot no, and then everyone's bothered, and then you end up in a case like that. So I think having those concrete things, and then if it changes, it changes, but having something so that no one's driving each other insane I think it can be a good thing oh definitely I think that's such a great point to bring up because you know when you set the expectation of you know getting progress updates you know sometimes designers or, or developers or whoever it is you're working with they don't know that you need to know that I mean for me I like to tell people what to expect so that they're not so they're not in that panicked state um, I you know no one likes to feel like their emails are evaporating in an ether of nonsense. No one, no one wants to feel that way. Um, so, but if, but if you want to get progress updates and 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 want to know that workflow, then make sure that you say that to the designer up front so that they can keep you updated with the progress and that they don't feel like they're not being heard. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense because I'm telling you that one tip right there of getting the deadlines um, and and having that commitment will save you so much stress and energy. And, and again, it's not about like how fast it can get done. It's more that you just know as a business owner I'm talking about is you're yeah. just then that's off your plate. If questions come in about it, great, but you don't need to be checking in every five seconds on it, you know, and exactly. I think that's, that, that's what's very, very important. Now, yeah. another key thing with design, and I think people struggle with this a little bit, um, is communicating sort of their personality and story to the designer to infuse in the site. Like, you know, I'm a believer in sites having big personality, like, like, well, not necessarily a big personality, but a personality that fits the site owner, the mediapreneur, right? And I think that the, the sites you mentioned, Marie's certainly fits Marie, Chris's certainly fit, fits Chris's. There's other examples across the board. Gary Vaynerchuk's fits him. Different things fit. And is there a secret sauce to explaining and conveying this to a designer? I mean, do you have to do like six hours of interviews so they understand, <laughs> your, you know, where you were born and all this stuff? Or how do you kind of get your story across to a designer so then he or she can then go design? Um, part of that, that's a pretty loaded question. I mean... All I do is ask loaded questions. I'm not going to ask an unloaded question. Oh, clearly. Loaded. Um, <laughs> loaded all day. <laughs> um, I think, you know, a big, a big thing that influences me as a designer is really getting to know somebody 
And when you're really get when you really get to know somebody, um, you know, that means kind of hearing their story, you know, what is their, what is their passion? Like, why did they enter into the business? And why were they, why were they compelled to enter into the business? And now that they're in the business, you know, what is, what is it that keeps them going? And I think that when you articulate those things to a designer, that really helps to separate them out from from the pack of their competitors. Um, it really informs the designer of what makes this person special and whatever concepts sort of evolve out of those things. Um, you know, there's just, there's, there's so much different competition out there. Um, you know, a lot of people, like you mentioned, getting templates and things like that to really, really capture your personality. The designer needs to know, you know, why you got into the business and, and what your passion is so that they can really explore that visually and explore what that looks like. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And now I'm thinking about it. Now we've had no phone calls, but you get to see through videos and stuff like that on my side. That's probably how you understood me. Exactly. I when when we started doing this whole process, I went through and I watched your videos just over and over and over again. Just I, I, I went through your entire your entire catalog. And, you know, after after two or three, I was just like, okay, I I totally get this guy. Like I, you know, it, it was just kind of a funny thing. Like this is the first time we've even talked on, on Skype or, you know, anything. And so it, it was kind of a weird thing of like, now that I get to know you, even though I've already known you, it, it, it really helped to um, establish visually who you were and what, who you are and what you're after and, and how, to, how that looks visually. Very cool. No, it's, it's super interesting stuff. I mean, because I just wish, and the reason I want to do this interview uh, was besides so we could actually talk face-to-face -face, sort of, um, yeah. is that it is really giving people kind of a scope of, you know, some tips to work with designers, you know, and I think we got a lot here. I mean, we talked about kind of... Um, you know, setting and communicating expectations. That was a key one. We talked about sort of the personality, letting your designer design, some of the key questions to ask. Um, is there any other, just working purely with designers, you know, um, and, and meaning that you, your ideal, you know, person that would come to you or someone like you, um, is there any other tips you could give mediapreneurs and budding mediapreneurs uh, that want to, let's say, overhaul their site or let's say start one from scratch. Hmm. I would say to if if there's if they're if they already have a site and they're starting from scratch, I would you know really try to evaluate you know what has been what has been working and what hasn't, um, and to to really articulate that to their next designer and um, you know really try to flesh out what those problems were and and any ideas on how to fix them. Got it. And what would be the kiss of death? What would be the worst thing you could say to a designer? <laughs> it's a speed round. Oh man, um, my mom doesn't like that color yellow. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but you mean by that it's like too many like, cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. I think having having valid valid criticisms and valid critiques. Um, you know, you you can't please everybody, and I understand that people want to um, you know incorporate their friends and have everybody see their site and everything. But to to really have you know valid valid feedback for the designer, not just, well, can we, you know, I don't, so-and-so doesn't like this particular shade of yellow, this person likes this shade, and, you know, that's, that's great, and you should have the color that you want. Um, however, um, you can't please everybody, and so, you know, to really try to pare down what all the comments are and not overload your designer with, with, with too many things that are maybe outside of the scope of, of what the design is, you know, keep it, does it, is it, is it going to resonate with your audience? 
you know, the site may not be for your mom. The site may not be for your next door neighbor. It's for this particular audience who, you know, has a lot of energy. So that color yellow is really going to matter to them. Um, so kind of put yourself in your user's shoes and kind of be above what everybody else might be thinking. Really put yourself in the user's shoes. Oh, I would round of applause on that one because seriously, what happens is what I've noticed, and this is a law of, let's call it the digital age and social media age and also um, just the personality type of a lot of mediapreneurs is that we like to have a lot of cooks sometimes by accident. You know what I mean? And so I, I learned quickly on this, um, and this goes with everything, design, products, services, etc., to have a very, very short list uh, of people that you go to for specific things. You know, and not just... I, I can tell you right now, if we would have shown, let's say, the comps for the Rise to the Top design, and let's just say we took it before we put it up, threw it up on Facebook, okay, and said, so what do you guys think? You would hear every single thing under the sun. You would hear, the orange sucks, the orange is awesome, the blue is great, I hate it, I love it. You would hear everything, and by the end of the day, I think you can't make a decision as a business owner when there's too many cooks. You're, you're going to be stuck there, um, and you're going to end up either with Frankenstein or not doing anything at all. So uh, my advice on this um, as someone that's always looking at design and paying attention to the websites, once you're happy with it in your scope and not giving out to 10 people, just put the damn thing up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I swear to God, like, there, I, I hate to say it just like that because too many people are sitting there like staring at one button on the left side and like, uh, I don't know if my aunt Millie is going to like that button. <laughs> like, like who gives a crap? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I mean, it's yeah. like, like, get it up. And you know what? Even on that day, and I've seen days my little rant here for the day, by the way. I have seen launch days for sites of friends, and, and I'm talking, in many cases, a massive overhaul. Okay, mm -hmm. Marie being one of them. Marie being one of them. And you're going to get an outpouring of love if you did it right, okay? And yeah. you're always going to get that guy or girl who's just like, worst site ever. Like, go back. Yes. Go back to your old site. It's terrible. I'm All right, now I'm going to go eat some garbage. Wow. <laughs> you know, like whatever they do. So you can't let that stuff affect you or how you feel about it. Um, that, that's really my, my big thing here on this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, your site needs to represent who you are and what, and what your product is. It needs to generate the kind of success that you've already defined with the designer, whether it be email addresses or social sharing or whatever, and it needs to resonate with your audience. And I mean, oftentimes, you know, just because, you know, so-and-so doesn't like that color yellow, it, if, if your site is achieving all those other goals, that's a little, it's, it's, is that really something that should be focused on? Maybe right. not. Right. And also I got to go like do some push-ups or something to get me all fired up here. It's, it's that, <laughs> it's that also like, do you really want that non-constructive criticizing person as one of your peeps? Because when in doubt, it normally is not one of your people. It's just some like random, you know, thing or kind of a fringe friend. Because what ends up happening is the people that like care about you and the people that care about your content and learning from you and all the different things, they're going to love it. I mean, they're just, they're going to like when you put an, put an effort into something. So, you know, Definitely. bottom line, that's all you should care about. And, and off my soapbox. Um, so <laughs> Natalie... This has been fantastical today. It's our first face-to-face, uh, -face, if you will, after over a year, which is scary as crap. Yeah. First of all, how do you feel? This was your first, this was your first Skype yeah. video, scary moments. Like, do we make it? 
Oh, it, it, it wasn't as scary as I thought. I that's told you it wouldn't sure. be. I promise yeah. you it wasn't going to be scary. So, so that's cool. People that want to check out your designs and just see what you're all about, it's nataliemaguiredesign.com. We're going to link that up in the show notes so people can see some of your uh, handiwork. And uh, any parting thoughts for, for Rise Nation? You have the floor, Natalie. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Oh, geez. I'm... I, 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 I'm, I'm terrified um i guess good luck finding a designer and uh you know they'll it's all about establishing a, a partnership i mean designers you know we're we're a fun bunch and uh you know we're here to take this off your plate and really want to be your partner in in solving your problems with your brand and creating a brand so um you know it's important to pick the right person and uh, communicate effectively so that you get what you want out of it Perfect. All right, Allie, that was a great sum up. I normally don't just throw the floor at people. So I, I just want to see, I just try to keep you on your toes here on first Skype. So thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure I'll have emails and uh, coming to you from me with all kinds of design stuff, I'm sure in general. So uh, thank you and uh, keep up the awesome work. Oh, thank you so much, David. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Miss Natalie McGuire. Lots to talk about there. And I want to hear your thoughts about working with designers and your experience in the past and, and what's worked for you. And, and I, you know, again, I just can't emphasize enough how important branding and design is. And I see it getting more important as we move into the future, not less, more important as we move into the future. So a few reminders, sign up for the Rise VIP list free, risetop.com slash VIP. And you're going to hear about everything from me First. I always go to my VIPs first. So the risetop.com slash VIP. You get show updates. You get all kinds of updates coming to email. Remember the talk to the top. You can get your ticket 50% off until 930. That's September 30th at midnight. So head over to the talktotop.com. If you want to learn how to grow your audience and make the bling bling through web shows and podcasts and all that kind of jazz and a variety more than that, head over to the talktotop.com. Blah, blah, blah. The talktotop.com. Get yo ticket. And also reminders, two free trials from our sponsor. Head over to the risetop.com slash carbonite and you're gonna enjoy two extra months free if you decide to get a plan. And you're gonna get a free trial anyway with no credit card. So that's a good deal. Use the promo code RISE and also same promo code over at GoToMeeting. Head over to GoToMeeting, promo code RISE. Instead of getting a 30-day trial, you're gonna get a 45-day free trial, extra couple weeks. And what couldn't you do with a couple extra weeks? Lots of stuff. All right, my friends, that's it for the Rise to the Top. I will see you next time. I will see you in the comments section. I will see you all over the place. I'm David Seidman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.